Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. All right, guys, we're going live on this one. It's going to be a solo episode for you guys. And we're going to be talking about 2024 and planning with your sales team. And uh, it's been a while since I've done a live. So I'm excited to do this with you guys and get into it. And then, of course, for the people listening to the pre-recorded episode, get out your notepad and pen. Let's get into it. Okay, so everybody has their own systems for planning, maybe their personal stuff. And um, appreciate the comments already. <laughs> Can't see who you are. You got to allow it to, to display your name, but appreciate you for that. So everybody has like a personal planning system or whatever the case may be. And where I see it stop is when you get over into the business. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joseph. Uh, is when you get over into the business, right? And all of a sudden the planning planning stops, not maybe not necessarily for the business as a whole, you know, you're planning with your financial person, you're planning with maybe your executive team, your key players in your company. But where, where the issue happens a lot is the planning doesn't happen with the sales team. Right. And so I just wanted to give you guys a, a functional tactical way to plan with your sales team. And one, one of my favorite ways to do this is kind of, you know, I think we call it the income sheet or the planning sheet, whatever, whatever the case is. But there's a few ways that you can, I guess, execute this with your team. You can bring them together in a sales meeting. Obviously, is the easiest way. If you're virtual, do it there. If you can do it in person, try and do it in person. Um, but if you do do it in person, so you, you, I hear this talked about a lot with couples planning, right? So couples will go on a retreat. They'll go get an Airbnb for a weekend and they'll plan their next year. And I, I love this because it takes you out of that day-to-day -day mindset and puts you into like a bigger mindset where you're more open to change. Maybe you're more open to growth, right? And so if you're going to do this with your sales team and, and, and understand that it's December 26th right now as I'm recording this, when this come, comes out, it'll be the 27th. You may not have time to put together your sales team before the first of the year. That's okay. I would say all the way up into the 15th of the year is okay. I mean, we're not talking a lot of the year going by. We got 52 weeks in the year. And so one of the things that I would recommend, though, is to change your scenery. Change your scenery with your sales team so that they can kind of put themselves in a different mindset. You know, this is outside of the normal sales meeting, the normal Zoom call or whatever the case is. Put themselves in a different mindset of, okay, I'm going to be present and I'm going to plan my 2024. That's another thing. If you're going to do a virtual meeting for this, I would definitely recommend to have everybody on camera the whole time. You know, it, 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 nothing drives me more nuts than doing a sales meeting and everybody not being on camera. That basically means you weren't here to be present. You're doing something else while you're doing it. I'm going to assume all the worst things. All right. So be present. If your sales team isn't doing that on your meetings already, to rein that in big time and so all right so we've changed the scenery maybe we're in person and 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 so being the document based person that i am i'm going to create a document right and that document is going to be 
2024 planning for whatever the sales position is, right? And so it's going to be sheet-based. I'm going to hand it out, okay? I understand technology. I understand there are apps that you can put this stuff into and that, that can auto-calculate the reverse engineering of these goals. I, I, I get all that, but that's not what we're here for. This is very much about the experience of planning, right? And so the the... I guess the act of writing it out, there's a lot of psychology to that that is going to connect the things that you're doing to your brain and it's going to store it in your subconscious, right? It's like writing the quotes on the mirror and stuff like that, but you're doing it for your 2024 goals, right? And so, you know, the first instinct is going to be, yeah, I love paper. Thanks, Jeff. The first instinct is going to be to do it as an income goal immediately. You know, everybody's going to be talking income, but I, I would go further than that. I would go into lifestyle, right? And so, and I'm going to use myself as an example and be a little vulnerable with you guys. I'm going to use myself as an example. I have a goal for 2024. You know, obviously I have an income goal, but more than anything, I have a lifestyle goal, right? Monday through Friday, I want to work nine to four. That's it. I don't want to have to work in the evenings. I don't want to have to work on the weekends. My kids have too many activities and, um, you know, we, we have too many awesome things happening on the weekends and family time that we want to spend together. So nine to four, Monday through Friday, that is my life. That was a lifestyle goal. Okay. And so maybe another lifestyle goal is to go on vacation twice a year. And, uh, you know, we'll start looking at the house. Like if they're in an apartment right now, they want to get into owning home. Maybe they're in a beater of a car and they want to have a reliable good looking car that they can be proud of, you know? And so we're getting into the, the lifestyle, you know, I want to wake up and have this type of space. I want to hop in my car and drive to work or hop in my um, <laughs> closet and get dressed and walk to the, my computer desk or my office and start to work there. Right. If I'm remote and then, you know, the, uh, the carpet, this is the kind of wheel I want to be behind, you know? And so you start painting that lifestyle a little bit for them. And this isn't necessarily, I'm not getting into the, uh, the, the, the dream boards or anything like that. This is very tactical and practical. What I want to walk you guys through and, and, and planning with them. And, uh, my Siri is going off right now. Okay. I made her stop. All right, cool. She's trying to listen to me. She's trying to listen in on how to plan 2024 for herself. Anyways. So you're getting into painting that picture for them, right? It's the same thing you do with a customer, right? You give the customer the features and the benefits, but if you're really selling a customer, you talk to them, you talk to the lifestyle that they're going to have after they buy your product, right? And, and the same thing with reverse engineering salespeople's goals. You want to, you want them to be able to paint that lifestyle. Now, everybody's been in that sales meeting where all the salespeople are like, they're doing a hundred K right now. And they're like, oh, I'm going to do a million next year. And they just 10x their goal. And, and I understand the 10x concept. I do. But I cannot measure that on a week-to-week -week basis because it's going to take you a year to get to that 10x, right? And so when we reverse engineer that goal, you're immediately going to fail the next week. You know, unless you... And if you don't, then that means you've had all this room. Oh my gosh, guys, it's hilarious. Okay, so I hope you guys can't hear this. I think my mic's good enough, but the chicken... I have chickens at home and they are going off outside of my podcast trailer right now. They're going crazy. 
And so I'm going to try and concentrate and stay with you guys here while these chickens are basically fighting outside of my trailer, it sounds like. But anyways, all right, moving on. So we're going to we're gonna set up this lifestyle, and, and we're going to be I'm, – I'm just going to say it. I know nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> I'm going to say it, and I know nobody wants to hear it, but we're going to be practical in this sense, okay? 50% upswing, 100% upswing, I, 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 I can stomach that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you put in a full year – and I know that if you change X, Y, and Z, you could probably see a 50% increase in your business. You know, um, what I'm going to have a hard time with is the 5X, the 10X. Like if you can't say in a few sentences what your plan is to be able to 5X or to 10X, you probably don't have a plan. You're just saying it, say it. And, and I get that. But when we start to reverse engineer these things and actually put them on paper and actually talk about the plan to get them from a sales perspective, that is where the magic happens. That's when they can see, oh, I can go from 80 grand in income to 120 grand in income in one year. I can do that because you're showing me the roadmap to get there. Okay. So again, sheet based, write it out. We're going to start with the lifestyle. And so that, that first thing on the sheet should be, what does your lifestyle look like next year? If you hit these goals, what, you know, in, in uh, one of my favorite ways that I, I was told to do this when we're looking at, uh, all right, what's the goals for my business or what's the goals for my life is to plan your perfect day, right? And so we won't go too far out ahead. We're just going one year. So what is your perfect day next year look like? And then reverse engineers your goal, your goals based on that, right? So we talked about the house. We talked about the car. You know, we talked about maybe going on vacation a couple times a year, what those vacations look like. And so we paint that lifestyle, right? And then and then we were realistic about what it's going to take to accomplish it, right? And so one of my favorite terms that was introduced to me by Keith Goss was something called burn rate, okay? And so your burn rate is what it costs you to live every month. And we're including taxes and tides and savings and all that good stuff. Your burn rate is your burn rate. And basically anything ab above and beyond that is something that you didn't plan for, right? And so... Um, you got your burn rate and then you got your 90 day emergency fund. Right. And so taking those things into account, what do they think? What does the salesperson think their burn rate needs to be in order to accomplish the lifestyle that they want to accomplish, you know? And so um, that's going to be incredibly important. That's the, the basis of these targets we're about to set for them. All right. So once we figure out that burn rate, let's just say it's 20 grand a month. Their, their burn raise 20 grand a month. That's what they want to be able to make. And then they can put away savings. They can pay their taxes. They can cover their bills and the lifestyle that they want to have because they want to go on date night once a week. They want to take their kids out to eat to dinner once a week. And they want to be able to uh, go to a movie every now and then with the kiddos, right? And so they put together this burn rate. Let's make it 10 for easy math, 10 grand a month. And so understanding, all right, what sales do you need to have in order to accomplish that? Are you already making them or do you need to increase your sales number? And based on that number, all right, whatever that, that, that sales number is that they have to hit. Now we're going to reverse engineer that. All right. So let's just say 10 grand a month is their burn rate. Um, they get paid uh, a commission of again, for easy math, let's do a thousand dollars a sale, right? They're, they're in a high ticket business. 
you know, they, they, they sell commercial roofs or something like that, or uh, actually residential roofs for a thousand a month. That, 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 that's 10 roofs a month. We'll use roofing. I just came back from a roofing conference a couple of weeks ago, I have a couple of new roofing clients. So we're going to use roofing. All right. So they're making a thousand dollars a roof. And I know you make like three or 4,000, but anyways, they're making like a thousand dollars a roof. They need 10 roofs a month. Right. All right. So understanding that what are the controllable actions that we need to reverse engineer? So we've got the lifestyle. We've got the burn rate, right? And then we have the controllable actions formula, right? These are the controllable actions that they need to hit in order to sell those 10 roofs a month. All right, so let's figure it out. Based on the previous year's data, and if you don't have this data, it's not a big deal. They know what it takes for the most part. And maybe you know what it takes because you've been in the business long enough. And let's just say they're door knocking. Again, I'm going to talk about things that I know so that you guys have an easy reference point, but you should be able to figure out this for you, the same thing for your industry, right? So we'll talk about knocking doors, right? And so if you're in roofing and you know, hey, I need to knock a hundred doors uh, a day in order to make one sale, right? I need to knock a hundred doors a day in order to get one claim. We'll call it a claim. I need to knock a hundred doors a day in order to get one claim. That's the industry average for my business or my company, whatever the case is, and that need, that means that if they knock 100 doors a day and they work five days a week, they're going to have five claims a week. Let's just say the, the claims have a 50% rate of getting through to an actual sale of a roof, right? So a 50% conversion rate, that means that they would need to knock 100 doors a day. They would get five claims a week. That means 20 claims a month. Now they're at their 10 sales a month, right? With that 50% conversion rate. 10 of them are going to go through. 10 of them do. Now I'm selling 10 roofs a month. I know what my controllable action is in order to reach the goal. All right, fantastic. We've got that part. Now, now the next, the next piece that I'm going to speak to is a, um, a very micro level of a program or a concept called EOS, Entrepreneur Operating System. Gino Wickman developed it. You guys have heard me talk about this before. And so I'm going to use EOS in order to set up this plan with my salesperson. Okay. So the first thing that you want to look at it is EOS is your one year goal. We've got that. We've got our burn rate. We've got the sales that we need in order to accomplish it, the sales we need on a monthly basis. And so we're going to break it down into a quarter. Uh, now we're going to figure out our quarterly goal. Well, our quarterly goal has to be 30 sales, right? 10 sales a month, 30 sales over a quarter. Now I'm going to break that quarter and I'm going to divide it by 13 because 13 is the amount of weeks in a quarter, right? And so I'm going to divide that by 13, and that's going to give me my, my weekly number, right? So calculator, pop this up here, and we're just going to take those 30 sales a month, or sorry, a quarter, divided by 13. It's going to equal 2 point, 2 point, I'm sorry, yeah, 2.3 sales a week, 2.3 sales a week. And so... At this point, we now that they understand their number, right? And we want to round up to make it easy, three sales a week or whatever the case is, right? As you get into higher ticket stuff, it's it's harder to do this on a weekly basis. But let's just say we call it the 2.3 or we call it the three. Now that we know we need three sales a week, that's their number. That That number goes next to their name, right? And so there's a software I use to track this. And you don't have to have everybody in your company on this software. This is just something that you cover in your weekly sales meeting, okay? 
And so the software that I use is called 90.io. And when I get a chance, I'll drop the link in the comments here. And, uh, or you can go to salesprogrambuilder.com. I think it's tools. When you go up there, the, the tools page, and you'll see the 90 link there. So go to that, check it out. And that'll also, by the way, that'll also make me your coach. And so whenever you log in, you'll see coach right there. It'll be Doug Mitchell. And um, if you do that, then I'll jump on a call with you for 30 minutes and I'll walk you through planning all this stuff out and setting it up for your company. I have no problem doing that, providing you guys with some value. But anyways, so 90.io is what I like to use. You can use your normal whiteboard, break it up into grids, put their names on it, all that good stuff, right? So what I like about this software is, all right, so you have an option to set up your weekly target, which is three in our case. And then it also displays, based on your inputs, it displays what you're averaging per week. And this is where the percentages, I'm sorry, the points come into play. So I know I need 2.3, right? And so if I'm averaging 2.4, 2.5, I know I'm above it, 2.2, 2.1, below it, right? And so every week we're going to have what's called an L10. And in that L10, if I'm going super basic and I'm managing my salespeople, in that L10, I'm going to Basically, we're going to we're going to talk about good news. We may cover the company core values. This is the weekly sales meeting that we're running in an L10 format. We're going to cover some headlines, product changes, uh, comp changes, you know, in, anything throughout the company, competition updates, whatever the case is, we're going to cover those headlines. Then the next piece we're going to get to is what we call our scorecard. Right. And so because we're planning for 2024 right now, the, the very basic piece of this scorecard is the sales per week, that three number that we're after, right? And so what I love about this is the simplicity of it, the realness of it, like you either hit your mark or you didn't, all right? So when we go to that, that scorecard, that number, that sales per week is going to say two or it's going to say four, whatever the case is. So you're either on track or you're off track, all right? If you're on track, we're good to go. Nothing else needs to be done. Add a boy, three claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! Whatever the case is, whatever you're going to do there. And if we're off track, though, that creates an issue because we're off track. So we've got to figure out a way to solve that. So what we do is we write out, and you can do this in the software, or you can just take a mental note or uh, write it write it down on, on your notepad when you're in your sales meeting. Uh, Doug, off track, two sales this week. All right. So I'm going to come back to that. All right, the next piece is we're going to look at our rocks. Based on the data, our rock goal was 30. If Doug just hit two this week, but he hit four last week, then he's still on track, right? That's still three a week. Okay, cool. We're good there. We're on track. On rocks, you're either off track or you're on track. That's all that matters. You either have the data to back up on track, or you don't have the data, you don't have the numbers, and you're off track. All right, if you're off track, that creates an issue, right? And so you add it to issues. Now, a rock being off track and a weekly being off track are two different things. A rock off track is a bigger issue than your weekly being off track because you can have a bad week and go on vacation, whatever the case is. You know you got to make it up the week before, the week after, or you already got to be trending ahead in order to take that vacation, right? But it's all data-based and metric-based, and this is the beauty in it. You know, it takes all the emotion out of it, the, the if, ands, or buts. If you don't hit this, you don't get to live the lifestyle you want to live for 2024. You're not going to get to buy the house. You're not going to get to buy the new car, upgrade the coffee machine. Whatever that lifestyle you have painted in your head when you had changed scenery 
and and now have this creative space to think of what you want for 2024 whatever that was you're not going to get anymore because you're off track based on the data based on the numbers coming through and so that's the rock part of the conversation and now we're moving on to to do's okay the to do's are the solutions that you put in place when you were discussing the issues okay the to do's are the solutions that you put into place when you were discussing how to how to overcome the issues okay so to do's there's a list of to do's this is the very basic part of the l10 structure there's a list of to do's from the week before did we accomplish those to do's or did we not are they checked off or not now if you're using the 90 software then you're going to be able to see that in there if the user checks it off if the salesperson checks it off whatever the case is and you're going to be able to to, to cover that and to do's and again it's either done or it's not and if it's not done they have due dates on them and if it's past the due date okay now that creates the issue and now we've got another issue on our issues list so a lot of the issues that i'm talking about right now have been created in the meeting which is fantastic but if you have a proactive salesperson, sales manager, sales executive, if they're proactive, they have already entered issues into the meeting beforehand. And you can do this again through that software. You can also do this yourself when you're planning the meeting. It's like, hey, I know we have an issue with lead flow. I know we have an issue with qualifying customers. I know we have an issue with fulfillment right now. And we're going to bring those up in the meeting. This is beyond the data. This is the issues beyond the data that we're going to bring up in the meeting. And we're going to add those to issues. So to do they're done or not, if they're done, great. Uh, if they're not, are they behind the deadline? And if they're behind the deadline, that creates an issue. Okay. Now we're to the meat and potatoes of the meeting. This should be the, the longest section of your meeting. And, and what happens, especially in sales meetings, is when you come across that scorecard and a salesperson falls short, they want to explain why. Instead of just that being covered that they were short of their target and moving on to the next next metric, right? And so uh, having said that, I want to back up a little here, back to the scorecard, right? So the only thing we talked about being on that scorecard was that sales number per week. And you can get a lot deeper into it. And I'll probably do a separate episode on this because this is very much what we call a sales funnel. But we were talking about the controllable actions in order to get those amount of sales, right? On average, what is the controllable action that will get you the result and get you those amount of sales because then you'll get the dream life or not dream lifestyle the 2024 lifestyle that you want right and so that scorecard can be expanded to include door knocks to include claims filed to include uh claims approved to include roof sales made and roofs installed you can get very granular on these things and that way we're looking at the total picture on the scorecard not just the end result right and i would recommend that highly on the scorecard but maybe especially in like a sales meeting where there's five or more salespeople, i would only have up to three kpis that you track per salesperson and you can hit those kpis off track on track create an issue if they're off track whatever the case is and now the beautiful thing is you're managing your team based on data one of the hardest things about managing salespeople is managing their expectations managing their attitudes their emotions because sales is hard, man. And you've got to be mentally strong to be able to, to manage salespeople, much less make the sales yourself, right? And so if we stay data focused, then those those calls at eight o'clock at night, I can't figure out what's going wrong, become less and less 
because you've discussed it based on them falling short of their weekly measurable goal. You've discussed it already and y'all have reverse engineered it. And, and you've done it in a setting that isn't when they can't pay their next bill, or you've done it in a setting that isn't when they've got the kids in the background. You've done it in a controlled setting where all the emotions of the day before aren't as big of a factor anymore. Okay. So fast forwarding back down to the agenda. Now we're in the issues. Okay. This is where you have to get good at facilitating things because your meeting can get away from you. Your meeting can get away from you uh, in putting these together for 2024. Your meeting can get away from you if you let them just run and run and run around these issues. Right. And, and what you'll hear is a lot of things that they can't control, uncontrollables. You'll hear a lot of emotions. You'll hear a lot of variables and exceptions to the rule. And they're going to bring all these things up to skirt around the fact that they need to do the controllable action in order to stay on track and not fall short of their weekly scorecard, right? And so that's the beautiful thing about this system is it allows you to 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 dive and to focus on the controllable actions that'll get them to where they want to be. Right. So let's just say I was at two sales this week. And so my sales manager says, Hey, you were at two sales this week. Why do you think you fell short of your weekly target? You know? And so maybe being a salesperson, I'm going to be like, well, I think I did good. And then the sales manager responded, absolutely. You did good, but you had a 2024 goal. Your 2024 goal was, uh, a 10 grand burn rate. That's 120 grand a year. You make a thousand dollars per sale. When we reverse engineer that you have to make three sales a week in order to hit your 2024 goal. That's what you said you wanted at the beginning of this year. Right? So this is something, this is something that, that yeah, hundred percent, David. So this is something that, that I, I, I love because you've established at the beginning of the year, what their motivation is and the lifestyle that they want. And you're the coach not the dictator. You're the coach helping them get there and reminding them why they wanted to get there in the first place and why they brought it up with you. So going back to it, Doug, you said you wanted to make 120 grand this year, sell 10 roofs a month. Um, you need three a week in order to do that. And, and you're falling short of that. I just want to remind you of that. So how can we get you back to the three? What were the controllable actions you took this week to get to your three? And, and then we look, we look outside of that too. There's, there's always the data guy that comes in and says, well, Doug hit four last week and he hit five the week before. So he's actually ahead. He's short for the week, but his average is two points or I'm sorry, 3.2 a week. So he's in good shape. I don't even know that this is an issue just yet, but we'll keep track of it. All right. Issue solved. We're good to go. Or it's, Hey, Doug's average is 2.5 a week. And he's falling short on a weekly basis of his 2024 goal, the lifestyle he said he wanted to live. And so what's going wrong in the process? All right. So according to, according to sales rabbit or whatever canvassing tool I'm using, Doug's knocking a hundred doors per day. He's crushing it there. Um, let's look at the next metric. Oh, well, only 30% of his claims are going through versus 50% of his claims are going through. All right, let's get Doug some training on how to file these claims so that they go through, whatever the case is. I don't know roofing as deep as a lot of you guys know it, but my point is you found that KPI that was the, the issue all, all along. And so once you find that KPI, that's the issue, you reinforce it, you bolster it, whether it's training or whether it's more support or whatever the case is, that's your job as the sales manager to figure out what you need to do to support your sales team, right? 
First, you figure out the goal. You reverse engineer the goal, right? You understand, and then you break it down to rocks. You set the rock. You reverse engineer that by 13 weeks. And then you start managing them on a weekly basis based on what they said they wanted. You start managing them on a weekly basis based on what they said they wanted. Again, guys, I don't want to harp on this too much, but this is the easiest way to set our 2024 goals. Create this sheet. And, and I'll run through the sheet one more time. All right, what is the 2024 lifestyle that you want? All right, let's write it out. Write it out in a paragraph. That's an open form question. All right, what's the burn rate required in order to get there? Is it 10 grand a month? Is it 15 grand a month? Is it 20 grand a month? That's the rate at which you burn cash every month. What's the burn rate we need in order to get there? Let's add 20% to that because we got to pay taxes and tithe and whatever the case is, right? And then, all right, that number's in there. All right, what are the controllable actions in order to hit that goal? All right, so we know based on the industry, based on our company, because hopefully we're tracking this data, uh, based on our canvassing app, based on wherever we get the data from, that there's X controllable actions in order for us to get Y, which is the result we want, again, fueling the lifestyle that we're after. And then understanding, okay, breaking it into quarters, reverse engineering those quarters. So um, how much quarterly do I need to do, right? And what does that track to weekly? That's the next piece on the sheet. And then understanding on a weekly basis, if that's my number, then uh, what is that average to on a weekly basis? And that's my target. So basically reverse engineering that from the lifestyle all the way down to the sales per week. Weekly is about as granular as you want to get, unless we're talking about controllable actions and you'll be in good shape there so uh, a question was asked is this questionnaire sheet available on your website that's a great idea i'll put it together i'll make sure i get it on the website and that you guys have that available to you but this is definitely something i've been diving in deep deep into the last couple months because because what keeps happening is i'll 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 engage with the company on their sales program and then I'll realize that they have no operating system, right? And that's where EOS comes in. I'm a big fan of EOS. I was running it in my sales org for the last four years that I had a sales org. I was running EOS. And it really did. I would have this contention all the time with my salespeople because I wasn't out in the field with them, you know what I'm saying? And so there was always this contention that would happen in our sales meetings or sales conversations. Now, I was, you know, I had a VP under me, a regional and then a sales manager and then an assistant manager to like the salesperson. So there's a lot of levels of management there. So, but what I was able to do when I implemented EOS was bring their 20, their annual targets back into the conversation. You said you wanted this. Do you still want it? Has that changed? Has that been cut by half or something? Because your numbers are showing half, and, but you said you want it double. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to give you controllable actions to get you to double. You know, so all of a sudden we're not talking about you know, baby mama drama. We're not talking about, you know, um, you know, how long it takes to get to work. We're not talking about the customer, the neighborhood, all this stuff. All we're talking about is the controllable actions to get the 2024 goal that you guys wanted. So hopefully that brought you guys some value today. Really loved, really loved doing this live. I haven't done it live in a while and all y'all's comments coming in and everything. I appreciate that. And as always, if you guys want some tools to help with building your sales team, go to salesprogrambuilder.com. I have a bunch of free tools or courses in there that you guys can take and go through. And now because of the suggestion of Facebook user, I don't know who it is yet, but 
to the suggestion of Facebook user, I'm going to create this sheet into a PDF, throw it on the website for you guys to be able to download to help your planning 2024 with your sales team. Appreciate you guys and let's get booked.